this is going to be a good one. Five key areas for getting seller leads and taking listings for solo real estate agents. Showing up is half the battle, but showing up is easier some days than others. Dailyshowup.com is a podcast, a live stream, reminding you to show up, how to show up and why it's important to keep showing up. And now, your host, Narin Persinger. We just put an offer together on a listing this week. This, when you have a skill set connected to a process, a methodology, a system, whatever you want to call it, but when you develop that skill set and then you can create a system to duplicate that skill set, magic. Your stress, your worry goes down because you you can't, uh, no one can take away that skill set. You just have to put it to use. The system can help you put it to use more and you can leverage that skill set. So Catherine, less than 60 days ago, used the skill set postcard marketing, not, not thousands of postcards, not a farm that we've been doing for years and years and years, not even hundreds not even a hundred, less than 50 postcards. Her skill set was being able to identify the audience, her messaging in that audience, in the offer. We've talked about that this week, how important the offer is. And so the, the two things, like really the only thing was, here's the audience, to be able to take it, like she could have blasted that out online, but she pursuit, that's another category that we call, we're going to get into that, um, pursued, targeted, went after, said, hey, here's my offer. You interested? In less than 60 days, we went from not having that seller lead in a database at all to getting them, converting them, listing it, putting the transaction together. Not a lot of nurturing took place. Wasn't over a period of time. We have a system for it. That's why she was able to do it. Tweaking the system a little bit more, but we know that works. We're doubling down on that. So I just want to share with you five key areas that maybe you can do something like that in your business. Because that, I'm telling you, that skill set, that system, uh, let's you sleep a little bit better at night knowing, hey, if we just do this, like the math now, if we just do this, this many times, boom. Um, like postcard marketing, 50 postcards, that's probably less than, it's probably around $50 when you include the stamps with it. And that commission is hefty. Let's just say that. It's a, a um, around $700,000, $800,000 home. So think about the math on that. So these are the five pieces of putting together how do we get seller leads to how do we get the actual listing. So number one, you have to be marketing for the leads. Do you have a leads strategy? There's four things that we look at in more leads and appointments, four categories of the way that you could go around about this. Number one is organic. Organic is basically free, free styles of marketing, things that do not cost you anything, 
but your time. So if this is going to be a lot of your online stuff, blogs, social posting, content like that. So what is your organic method for generating seller leads? The second one then is pursuing leads. And that could be, um, that could be online. You could cold email, you could cold pursue people. It's going to be a lot of targeting though. So mostly it's going to be offline. You could have online offline methods for all of these things, all of these categories. Um, and there's subcategories to all of these, right? So you could go online, offline, subcategories of what you can do online and offline. So you could go, what's your pursuit? You could go after expireds. You could go after FISBOs. You could um, just list it, just solds. You could use the methodology. If you can figure out what it was that Catherine and I did, you could use that. Probably not going to tell you in a podcast since it's so valuable to us. That's what we teach in more leads and appointments though. Third category of getting leads is paid. So the way that I look at it is you want to take what's working organically and then amplify that through paid. Don't don't think of those as separate things. Like unless you have enough money to waste, to burn, to figure out what is the right messaging, what is the right audience, what is the right offer, I prefer to test that out organically, nail it, figure it out, then add to it, add some money behind it to amplify that marketing. And then the fourth thing would be the earn and return. And that would be uh, our way of saying, get referrals and get repeat business. A, just a bonus to this. I think, yes, you want to focus on one of them, but really the best things happen when you start looking at this holistically. So let's say your sphere they see something organically from you online. They see a post of yours online. And then maybe they see a paid ad or maybe it's retargeting because they went to cooking.com and see a banner ad there from you. Or they see a retargeting video of yours on Facebook. And then you're doing earn and return where you're doing one-to-one -one outreach or you dropped a, a letter in the mail, something in the mail to them there. So they're seeing you on their Facebook. They're seeing you in their, in their email. They're seeing you on other websites. They're seeing you in their, um, their mailbox. Holistically, all this stuff starts to really play in together. So going back to our our seller lead that we generated and got accepted already, the offer accepted. I'm guessing that they saw some other places too, but then the postcard kind of like tied, tied it all together or vice versa. Maybe they saw the postcard did some research. Now the retargeting gets them. So that's why we want to go holistic to get the sign up. One last tip on that. Um, you don't want to just come out of, like and, and get your name out there. there. There's no value in getting your name out there. Stay inside these four categories and work to get people's names, contacts, um, build an audience. Don't build a brand at this point in time. Okay. Build an audience. Don't build a brand. Number two, now we're going to start, we're going to get started with uh, starting conversations with these people. We like to use icebreakers. So that's just like, Hey, are you ready to talk right now? I have something of value. Are you interested in that? You don't want to say stuff like these are just really weak approaches of, hey, do you have any questions? Is there anything I can help you with? They're weak. People will ignore you. They will ghost you. You do not want to be weak in your conversation starters. So 
market for leads, prospect for conversations. We like to use conversation starters that we call icebreakers to get them starting the conversation with us. Okay. Number three, then, is you want to have a pre-appointment, pre-appointment process. This became clear to me the import the importance of um, a pre-appointment process when I started selling real estate at 19 years old, because at 19, 20, 21, 22, I probably looked like I was 15, 16 years old. But no one knew who, like what I looked like until I showed up at the door. So when I would schedule um, a listing appointment, they would get a pre-listing back in the day, pre-listing packet from me. And when I'd show up at the door, they'd be like, whoa, not what I was expecting. But this was not their first impression of me. This was not their first impression of me. This was probably their second, third, or fourth, or fifth impression because we probably spoke on the phone, had some sort of conversation there. Plus the packet did a lot of the heavy lifting. The packet was a huge leverage piece for me. And we've just transitioned that into more tech, more digital aspect of here's here's what we're about. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. So have a pre-appointment process for your, your seller prospects before you walk through the door. Number four then is what is your listing conversation process? What we do is we, we just call it a walkthrough. The biggest thing, the holding you back, the biggest challenge that I think real estate agents have is their marketing. And this ties into something that I was talking about earlier this week of you want to have the offer, your marketing ties in the offer. Like that's it. Offer, market the offer, offer, market the offer. What a lot of real estate agents do is they just focus on lead generation or branding, lead generation or branding, lead generation or branding. Now, a lot of it is I'm different. Use me because I'm different. Hey, look how different I am. I'm super different. Look, I do everything different. And then they show up and everything is the same. They do the process the same as every other agent that came through. They use the same script. They use the same presentation. The offer is the same. The service is the same. Everything's the same. And now the seller is sitting there going, I thought you said you were different. You're the same as everyone else. You're saying the same things. You're asking the same questions. You're giving me the same presentation. Your marketing plan's the same. Everything's the same. So you can't, there, once you do that, you you lose all connection with the seller. Like BS detector goes off. I'm different, I'm different. This feels the same, this feels the same, this feels the same. What would be more powerful with your marketing than to actually just be different? So. Our entire process is different. We don't focus on doing a presentation. We're focused on doing a demonstration. We don't sit down and do a listing presentation. We're focused on demonstrating value right away, collaborating with them right away. From the get-go, it feels different to them, which makes every step forward that much easier because if nothing else, they're going to remember us from all the other agents that are walking through if they're doing other appointments with people. Number five then is then once you get to that end process of like, okay, well, we need some commitment. Like you could do a traditional old school close, sign the paperwork, press hard, 30 copies, or you could have a commitment methodology. 
that's how we look at it. I don't need you to sign anything. I'm not going to try to close you, but let's, let's commit. Let's commit to something here. You know, are, are we going to get engaged? It doesn't mean we're married, but can we get engaged first? There's a commitment at the engagement level. We'll get married later. Marriage is the actual listing agreement. Does that make sense? So marriage is a listing agreement, but our engagement is just we're verbally agreeing to something. And then symbolically, here's a thing to represent our commitment. So you don't have to have this aggressive closing. Um, but you also can't be so passive of like, here's my listing presentation. OK, thanks. Bye. Bye. Talk, talk to you soon. Bye. That's not going to work either. Find the middle, these these spectrums of like being so passive and then being the aggressive person that freaks them out and scares them away. Find the middle, find your own commitment methodology. Those are five things. I don't want to bore you by going through them again. I know you can figure that out because anyways, I got things to do and so do you, so do you. So go back and listen to them if you want them again. Thanks for showing up. But remember, showing up is only half the battle. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, schedule a level up conversation with Doreen at levelupconversation.com. And remember, keep showing up.